the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so Where's all the success? Where's all the solutions? Where's all the achievements? You see, Democrats were never in politics because they possessed any of those things. They were always in politics because they were simple and they represented the simpletons and corruption. That's who they've always been. Now in America 2023, we pretend that they're on to something. Has anybody looked at these dimwits? Anybody paid attention to when they opened their mouth? But you have. We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight. E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, dummy, there's a T there. I mean, even there's even a, two or three CPS students who said, where's the T? But you have. We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. Forgot the T. Did you just forget it existed because of the dementia? Or were you always this stupid? As I look at your field, I'm going to guess stupid. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics, and Research. No, this isn't a Saturday Night Live skit where they resurrected humor in this country. This is a senator who is supposedly the next big thing, aside from big stupid, in the Democrat Party. He's winning fashion awards, and there's talk he could be the presidential nominee. To order, Chairwoman Stevenow. And ranking member. It's like parent-teacher when the, when the kids graduate. Junior! When the kids graduate CPS student, isn't it? Oh, good morning. You're doing so good, Billy. Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee, and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. A farm bill that works for small farmers. Now, of course, it's painful. We got the old man with dementia. We got the guy who's got a stroke. But what about when they can speak in full, coherent sentences? Are they any better? But we also have to face the reality that the Supreme Court has chosen to give up huge swaths of their own legitimacy. Chief Justice Roberts, Clarence Thomas, Brett Kavanaugh, the Republican Party, in them giving up trying to take seriously um, the legitimacy, the standards, the integrity of the court, they have given up a very large degree of their authority. Of their authority, of their legitimacy. This is the broader point. You're not arguing 
from the premise of achievement for this nation. These scallywag mafia scum, these corrupt dimwits and whores, they hate you. And it's in everything they say. You know, when I speak to the business roundtable on the muckety-mucks, they're good. A lot, a lot of decent people. Let me explain something to you. Whore, short in the pants, never did anything in your life, coward that you are. Everybody with a job is better than you. Everybody who's stocked the shelf, who's tended bar, except for that dimwit AOC. Everybody who's worked to dig a hole is better than you. And those brilliant minds that create entities of honest businesses that build empires that hire hundreds thousands tens of thousands that achieve things you're not good enough to lick their feet you understand me they're not muckety mucks they're your superiors the very all the business enterprises they look at me like hey guys don't jump okay Oh, would you, your little dementia trick where you forget what you're going to say, like you forget the letter T, or don't jump, you moron. But all kidding aside, you know, uh, they look at me like, why am I always talking about unions? I know why you're always talking about unions. Yes, I do. The CEO and president of Municipal Credit Union is facing charges of embezzlement and fraud for allegedly funneling millions of dollars into his own credit union account. That's how you're bribed. That's the money laundering schemes, the foot soldiers of cooperation to your La Cosa Nostra. And they're in every single one. The leader of California's biggest labor union is facing possible prison time. Former California SEIU leader Alma Hernandez and her husband were... Always the same. More than $1 million in union dues spent on cigars, hotels, and golf. Now- like a man. Huh? Big fat ass want to pretend to be a man, never worked a day in his life like Joe Biden. This is why you're always talking about unions. This is why you brought back that culture of corruption. They helped you steal the election. Yeah, they did. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I think we can pull this together. I'm optimistic. Yeah, you got your union foot soldiers. You got your welfare roaches. You got ballot harvesting. You got same-day voter registration. You're getting all the people that learned how to talk from Fetterman. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate subcommittee and food and nutrition. Special yeah, there's all your Democrat base. That's how you got it. Now, when it comes to Dominion, I never really went too, too much into it because I know how easy it is to cover your tracks with that scallywag. But I also can't help but notice nobody wants to talk about the disclosure of Dominion except another guy who ironically has far more courage than 90% of the Republicans. Anything you would be watching for, I know you've spoken about, um, you know, malice and the challenges with that with regard to your own case and others. What else would you be watching for in this case since, um, of course, there's going to be, if it does go to trial, a lot of testimony that will come out, having been through these cases yourself. Um, any thoughts on how it'll unfold? Uh, sure. Um People will be called and asked their personal views on this. Um, again, if this were the New York Times that were being sued, civil libertarians would be saying, no, 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 you can't ask journalists about their personal views. That's covered by uh, the First Amendment. But this judge did permit 
um, uh, personal views of various anchors. Because the judge handling it was a Democrat mafia don. Just like those two morons in family court in Cook County who sit on the Table of Wisdom LLC with that half-assed gangster short-in-the-pants Ed Burke as they scoop up tax auction property from the other Democrats that can't pay their tax bill. And now you gave every one of these mafia dons cover. Trial or no trial, the world sees that Fox News knowingly and intentionally lied to the country about the 2020 election. The amazing thing. I wonder, you know, I was watching him closely. I thought when Schumer said the word lie, his head would spin around being the prince of lies. The gargoyle looking freak that he is. In the meantime, you gave him some sort of credibility to talk about honesty. You fracking scum. thing is that Fox, Fox knew that these were lies. And they still put that propaganda on there on the air. No, what, they, what you have, the evidence you're basing this on is that the hosts didn't like Donald Trump. Fine. Not many people do. That doesn't take away from the fact Joe Robinette, dimwit political whore, coward Biden, did not get 81 million honest votes. Thankfully, you had many backup plans, all because of your La Cosa Nostras. You had ballot harvesting. You had same-day voter registration. And yet, we still do not have a way to audit the system. Why? Why do we not have a way to audit the system? That's what I want to know. And it's not just trivial lies, lies that go to the essence of our democracy. To think that the leaders of Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, don't give a hoot about democracy. And the, 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 the most important senator in the Democrat mafia still refuses to say the word republic. Still will put these lies on for political or mercenary purposes is just galling, appalling and frankly, downright against what America stands for and has stood for for hundreds of years. Fox commentators spread conspiracy theories and passed them off as news. They spread distrust in our democracy. Boy, oh boy, doesn't that just sum up our foreign policy? Democracy and claimed it was a legitimate concern. So Fox News's legacy and Rupert Murdoch's legacy is forever sealed as the network that sought to undermine American democracy one primetime segment at a time. Do you think he knows that Fox News has a board? Oh, I, he probably might have a couple campaign contributors on the Fox News board. I mean, aside from Paul Ryan. You think he knows that what came to the decision is the board came to the decision wasn't just Rupert Murdoch? I'm sure he knows that Rupert Murdoch's sons, they're Democrats, and they support Fabianism. I don't think he knows what Fabianism is. He does know what Marxism is, as all the Democrats do. Now let's hear it from our very own, the monotone, with a quite unpleasant-looking hefty woman for a lobbyist wife, Little Dick Durbin. School board meetings, if they disagreed with school policy, I read it to protect the members of the school board, who in my state and others have been threatened with their lives, intimidated to the point where they resigned from the school boards. Has one, one Democrat member resi resigned from a school board? Has one in Illinois? I don't think they did. Because but what does the truth really matter in that ghetto sewer? I don't think it does. Because of the uh, coercion that was being extended toward them. Also, I can't understand this theory that what happened in the Capitol building on January 6th was so innocent. It was far from innocent. Hey, little dick. Who's Ray Epps? How many FBI? 
did you have in the Capitol before? Did you have any? Because the FBI director, when asked by Ted Cruz, couldn't answer any of those questions. But you don't want those questions asked. And now that you got Rupert Murdoch's fold, you think you're intimidating people. You're not intimidating anybody. Uh, Mr. Chairman, you, you have taken a second round of questioning. Uh, no, I, I wasn't I would a ask second for round one. of questioning. That was the chairman's statement. Uh, well, you also asked questions, and, and you offered a moment ago an opportunity for a second round. Oh, I, I would certainly no, I appreciate that. I did not offer uh, for a second okay, round. Okay, so your rules are you get a second round of questioning and no one else does? No, the rules are you don't make them up. I'm the chairman. You make- Careful, you're almost losing that monotone, little dick. Durbin, make them up. I appreciate the Deputy Attorney General appearing before the committee. You're continuing your pattern, Mr. Chairman. Well, you're continuing your deportment. I'd like to conclude today's hearing by sharing the words of a leader I deeply admire. I had a chance to meet with him last year. Oh, who gives a rip? Another lawyer to never practice a day in his life. Would you have some slip and fall law office in between teacher and political whore? You don't fool anybody. You're all the same. La Cosa Nostra. Another United Auto Workers Union leader is likely headed to prison. This time it is good. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Brandon Tatum, unafraid to tell it like it is. Tonight at 7, right before Jay Sekulow at 9 on AM560, The Answer. You mobilize these dimwits, these foot soldiers of corruption. They'll vote for a snapping turtle if it's a Democrat. Why can't I hear my clip there, Macbeth? Chairwoman Sevenow. And oh, don't, don't, don't confuse them with mornings and afternoon. Don't throw that in the mix there, toots. Ranking member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee, and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. Are you franking kidding me? I mean, it's... I can handle things! I'm smart! I don't think you are. I think you're a wreck, Sling Blade. Uh, Jeff in uh, Gary, Indiana. How you doing, Sean? Good, Jeff. Let me ask you this question. All right. Why? So we know 150 out of this area that we live, right? The union. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Now we got the operators union, right? 150? Do I have it right? Yeah. 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 Let me ask you this. Now that we have Pete... The Secretary of State that yeah. that says racism is bridges and roads. I blame 150. I like the way you think, Gary. I mean, Jeff, in Gary. Why are we why, why are we backing this moron? Jeff, because they need to get overpaid on those phony jobs that they never have to finish like the Jane Byrne Expressway exit ramp that took twice as long as the Hoover Dam and twice as much money. That's why, Jeff, because you got to pretend those phony baloney jobs are real. And then they take a little piece of it, normally around 20 to 30 percent, and they kick it back to the Democrats. I don't know how the IRS doesn't audit them. Oh, I do know, because the IRS, they're apparatchiks of the mafia as well. That's how, Jeff. It's one giant fracking scam, and we've been Mussolini'd into this corner, and it doesn't look good, especially in these Democrat hellholes. But you know how I know about the 150 union? Because I was going to do that, too. 
Oh, it's true. I entertained all kinds of union jobs. And I could never wrap my head around that big fat slob in the Buick Roadmaster that never bought anything outside of a cream puff with his own money, pretending to be the boss of something. Thank you very much, Jeff. Silly that way. I'd rather be broke and proud with my character than give it up to vote for these Democrats. A farm bill that works for small far- farmers, rural communities, and hungry Americans. Oh, and if you think I'm being mean, oh, don't be mean. He's mentally ill. Then he shouldn't be a senator, because he's not my mentally ill fruit of my loins. He's just some Democrat whore. Teresa, on the brass coast. <laughs> you got that right, Sean. Yeah, that's a um, little tarnish you know- on that Gold Coast, honey. You better speak. Oh. Yeah, get out of the Break the lease. Go ahead. Break the lease. Um, you know, just listening to Schumer is like listening to Biden. I mean, you just can't. You can't. I, you know, I love the whole democracy thing with these Democrats. They hate the Pledge of Allegiance because it says, and to the republic for which it stands. They explains why they want to get rid of it, right? Everything. Yeah, yeah. They want to get rid of all of it. Has anybody ever audited the net worth? of chuck schumer i mean we're never going to edit the 118 llc's that tie back to the dimwit who can't spell eight but we has anybody looked at how did his daughters work at google and asshat how did that happen yeah Uh yeah wonder how i'm so sick Uh of this mafia all butter-handed pansies each and every one of them craig and mount greenwood oh hey sean thanks for taking my call yeah, you're, you're hitting it all. But, hey, I got something that I heard um, about this um, interview that Chris Christie uh, gave. And, it, and I'll tell you what. So let me back up from it. Disney, which I believe is a, uh, you know, a institution that is basically um, like a, a private institution. It's all for the left and everything. They're a big thing. So when, um, when he was asked about the DeSantis, Chris Christie said that, oh, DeSantis is no conservative because he took on Disney and they're a private company. That's a private company that is basically all a Chris super, Christie super and 99.9% of the people talking have no idea what even the riff is. What, what the argument is very simple. It's about real estate law. What Walt, the old man, did to acquire the property in secrecy was brilliant. Truly brilliant. However, what else he did that was brilliant is he bought off politicians at the time so that he could remain in secrecy while acquiring huge swaths of land. Huge. Okay? And he did it when it was farmland and not very desirable. And he did it in secrecy. He did it like Joe Biden runs his briberies. He did it in about 17 different LLCs. And he bought them, and he was able to assemble them because he created his own entity and bribed at the time, politicians to allow that to happen. Well, that doesn't fit in the format of real estate law. It was supposed to sunset. But what Walt Disney did that was brilliant is he mirrored the trust after the way the royal family owned all the land from the people who thought that they bought it. It was just long-term leases. So it's really an argument about real estate law and who is in control of the regulation and the use of that law. Is it the owner or is it the government? It's an interesting argument to have. But if you believe in the principles of Americanism, then you're going to default on the side of Ron DeSantis in that argument. But Chris Christie doesn't know what he's talking about, and I think he ate that band that was supposed to make him skinny to fat bastard. Because he's the only guy I know with the fat bastard surgery and gained 20 pounds. So I don't give a rip what that fat slob says. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600.
He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. As if there is anyone in this country that doesn't know it's a mafia. It's not a political party. It's a mafia. And there are no standards. None. Except loyalty to the mafia. And if you're good, they'll cut you in and give you a very important position. I would also like to thank my raking member, Senator Braun. Ooh. And I look forward to working closely with you. Yes, it's going to be fun. You can finger paint later. Uh, Tony in Riverside. Hi, Sean. Hi, Tony. I wanted to, two things I wanted to provide. It's like the worst obscene phone call I ever got, Tony. We got a bad connection. I'm going to put you on hold. Not that I don't like the sultry, sexy voice, but hang on. Scott and Aurora. Hey, Sean, I just want to let you know there's certain days that you're absolutely on fire, and today is one of them. Thank you very much, brother. I'm, you know why? I am not going to let what happened to my great city happen to my phenomenal country. This Democrat mafia is going to be put on a stand and litigated for all the people to see. And the ones that were dumb enough to vote for it, they're going to be so ashamed they'll never vote Democrat again, as they should be. Because this is more important than your fracking job or some stupid contract. This is about the destruction of the greatest country on earth. Let's go to, let's go to another scallywag, scoundrel. You've been vilified on the far right. I know you know that. Um, and we've seen Elon Musk tweet that his pronouns are prosecute uh, Fauci. Others in the GOP have talked about arresting you and prosecuting you. What's your response to that? And, and what has that been like for your family? Well, I mean, there's no response to that craziness, Jim. I mean, prosecute me for what? what is- for being a founding father of the greatest bioweapon released on mankind. And your new position that's filled by another moron that only worked in government, a dentist, he kind of beefed on you a little bit there, pickle face. I recognize Mr. Jordan from Ohio for five minutes. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. <clears throat> Mr. Ratcliffe, uh, I think Dr. McCormick was, was on to the right question. It seems to me the fundamental question is why. Why did they lie to us? And why is it taking so long? You point this out in your testimony. Why is it taking so long for every government agency to admit what we all know? Uh, because belief in a lab leak as the origin of, uh, as the start of this, is not a conspiracy theory, is it, Mr. Ratcliffe? No. Why is it taking so long then? I mean, you knew that early on, right? If I, if I look at you, you knew that in, you were confirmed, I think, in May of 2020, and you knew that within weeks that it, this thing came from a lab. In fact, you say that, I think, in your testimony. You say a lab leak is the only explanation, only credible explanation. If this were a trial, the preponderance of the- We've got emails for years, not to mention your prediction about an outbreak. You see- I don't need a nose the size of a shoe to smell the rat that you are. By the way, when you deposed Dr. Fauci, did, how many times did he happen to say he didn't know or couldn't remember? He said, I do not recall or variations thereof 174 times and adding in a variations of I don't remember at least 212 times. That seems like a lot. What are they talking about? <laughs> I mean, I wish I could figure out what the heck they were talking about. I think you're a rat. You're a profiteer of policy. You're a corrupt whore. You need an interpreter? Why don't you get Fetterman? He could maybe explain it to you in simple language. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and poverty in the country. 
in my time and effort in IFAS as the mayor of Braddock to lieutenant governor to now I have heard you're right Macbeth you're listening to a CPS honor student Tony in Riverside Sean can you hear me now now I can hear you very sultry Good. and sexy hi. yes hi I wanted to first provide a community uh, alert and second make a request. Uh, we were notified in our community day that the police have gotten uh, wind of another wilding being planned for North Riverside Mall this weekend. Well, at least people will be and, in that son of a gun. Isn't it vacant? No, it's pretty much nobody. Nobody of de- nobody goes there. There's nothing there. But the second, I thought maybe you can invite some of your buddies from Elmwood Park to come out and take a visit. My buddies from Elmwood Park live in Florida now, but I will see if yeah. they're in the area. Yes, because uh, that's the only answer, kid, and you know that. You come here. I do. We'll, come on, I got. We're gonna. I'm acquire working on it, Sean. I'm working well, on don't it. Don't worry, we'll get you some rentals. We're acquiring some more property. Thank you very much, Tony. You have to make yourself uncomfortable. You have to stretch it out a little bit because the reality is in these sewers of corruption, that's the way they like it. That's why they tolerate this. I believe some 800 have been prosecuted. Does the deputy know the number? Over a thousand, Senator. Over a thousand have been prosecuted. How many people who were arrested with guns in the sewers? New York, New Jersey, Philly, Chicago, L.A. Arrested with guns. How many were prosecuted? Little Dick Durbin? Yep. Just brought, excuse me, Chairman, over a thousand charges brought. Over a thousand charges brought. It is because those are the people that recognized that Dimwit in di- diapers is illegitimate. Now we just have to impeach the dummy. Deborah, Arlington Heights. Hey, Sean, I'm going back to the COVID subject. I right. have been fighting up this from the very beginning of the pandemic when I would look at like research from real scientists um, and talking about like the uh, gain of function and like how that sequence chain sequence, you know, doesn't occur that they're seeing doesn't occur in nature and following it all along and pushing back. And I got in so many fights with so many people and, you know, call the conspiracy theorists. And I kept sticking to, you know, what I was seeing, you know, that it wasn't adding up and, um, it just has today been is when his, today is when history vindicated you beyond the shadow of a doubt people in that entity of corruption called the NIH they are testifying to the reality of the fact it is a man-made invested in by the American government in conjunction with a Wuhan lab simultaneously with a with a research and development from Pfizer that was opened in 2009 and who profits from this government and big pharma and forever take away and change the, the trajectory of freedom and liberty. As your friends willfully, willfully bought the propaganda and locked their other family members under house arrest. So you are right. And don't let any one of them say anything but I'm sorry to you. Not a one of them. And you know what? It was the silver lining in the real problem. Because those are the people that are willful ignoramuses and slaves anyway. They're more interested in being in the corruption than destroying it. This is the greatest thing to happen to us if you look at it through the right lens. And I mean that. This is always a country that's operated on us, the third that make the world go round. The other two-thirds are either in the corruption themselves or too stupid to see it. So you have new friends now, and they're all the ones listening to you, Deborah. You don't need any of those people. You were right all along.
Thank you very Agreed. much. <laughs> Thank you very much. And there's another thing we're all right about. 100 plus LLCs, crack smoking, whoremongering, degenerate sister-in-law banging son. And he's the good one in this short in the pants mafia family called Biden. Jim and Lyle. Hey, Sean, uh, John Solomon just broke about an hour ago. I'm not sure if you heard about it. Uh, I saw it on my way in. We're trying to get sound on it. Go ahead. You're talking about the IRS well, guy. Yeah, the senior IRS agent is blowing the whistle that the, uh, Del- the Delaware U.S. attorney is slow walking the tax case against Hunter. And he's being protected by Ferret Face, another Chicago gangster. Exactly. Mar- Merrick Garland. And, and that's what he, that is what he's prepared to testify to, and he's seeking uh, whistleblower protection from Republicans. I wondered if you saw it yet. I want to defund the Department of Justice. Defund the forever bothering Italians called the FBI. They sat and protected the evidence that the sitting president is a mafia don and an an asset of enemies foreign and domestic. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has the hard drive for three fracking years. And they sat on it. Garland has already testified under oath in front of Congress that he is not slow walking the case in Delaware, that the U.S. attorney was a Trump appointee. He let him stay on. But He's now, a Chicago Democrat. Word. They don't know how to tell the truth. They can't do it, no matter what you do. You can hang them upside down, throw water on them. They still can't tell you the truth. You waterboard a Chicago Democrat, they'll still tell the same lies. That's what they do. They don't know how to tell the can't truth. Argue. That's how they get where they are. Can't. You'd never know his name. He'd be working in some divorce shop in Winnetka, hoping one of those third-wife strippers in a G-Wagon pulled up. Mike and Hammond. Hey, thanks for my call, Sean. Uh, I heard Congress questioning Mayorkas about the border, but when are they going to bring your girl in, the border czar, and question her about the uh, the border? All right, which like one's my girl? Which one's my girl? Kamala. Border. No, Humpty Harris isn't my girl. I might have picked her up, but I would have never border called czar. her back. Thank you very much, though, Mike. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. Dr. Fauci, give us vaccines. Help all the people who have been quarantined. We'll wear our masks and we'll have to stay distant. We'll wash our hands and we'll be more resistant. Fauci, you know, yes. I'm going to make a prediction, Promise Macbeth. And I want the record to show. We'll have a more people will die from the side effects of the greatest misuse of the word vaccine than the actual, if we were able, ever able to strip out the numbers, we know they corrupted death certificates. More people will die from the side effects of the vaccine and then died from actual COVID. But, of course, you can't factor in the Jimmy Leg or the Fetterman, because from what I understand, this could be a side effect. Too. Pennsylvanians about their support for a snap. Hunger is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. Yeah, boy, oh, boy. Am I glad I didn't take that thing. Whew. Eric and Marengo. Hey, uh, Sean, I just want to say I got an idea. I heard right. last week had all the mayhem going out of Chicago. They only arrested 12 people. If this is going to be Kevlar siding on homes, I already came up with it. You can't do it. The firemen want to break the windows. I was going to do bulletproof windows and siding. Can't do it. I'm just saying, why don't we arrest all the people who don't like America, ship them to South America, because we've got to make room for all these Can't do that. Freedom is scary. 
You got to let people be free. I'm all about freedom. But uh, your I, idea, I, 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 your idea, ironically, would be more uh, welcomed on the Democrat Fourth Reich side than our side. But thank you very much for playing. Yeah, I worked on that for a while. Talked to a guy about Kevlar siding for, you know, Chicago, Democrat areas. Dominic, Chicago. John, what's up, yep. buddy? How are you, brother? Hey, good, man. Hey, you know, I was telling you that I'm in the Teamsters Union, correct? Remember? Yeah, I remember. And, uh, okay, but... Uh, I just got a letter from the Teamsters stating that our notorious president of our local was stealing. Ah, darn they it. Stole, in four years, they stole over $998,000, and most of it was from manicures, pedicures for these fat slobs, <laughs> and also they were yeah. getting their cars, they were getting spoilers for their cars and their oh, trucks. Oh, you've got to have a spoiler. And they got the detail uh-huh. costs, and not to mention the uh-huh. price of prostitution is really inflated in Las Vegas, their gambling debts, and then they got to act like yeah, men, and, buy cigars and, 20, and buy you know, luxuries. Yeah, and $26,000 from Gibson Steakhouse, from the Ooh. bar tab and the steaks. Yeah. That's why I love to go to the one at Rosemont. I take my wife there. It's like a, a live comedy show as I watch those fat bastards imitate men. Thank you very much, Dominic. I'm sorry you got robbed, but you knew you were going to. That's what the horse stands for. It's like betting on him. You get robbed. We Do we blow through this segment already, McMath? Man, oh, man. I'm sorry if I didn't get to you. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so some people talk the talk, others walk the walk. My next guest not only walks the walk, he is a warrior for this country. He really is. He sued, represented this country in some of the biggest cases. Served as the assistant U.S. attorney in Northern California, representing the United States in both criminal and civil cases. I remember the OPEC one, which I loved. He's also the author of some fantastic books, The Mysteries of Watergate, What Really Happened, and Postgate. How the Washington Post betrayed Deep Throat, covered up Watergate, and began today's partisan advocacy journalism. He's the host of the Mysteries of Watergate podcast. His name is John D. O'Connor, and he's a friend of mine. Hi, John. How are you? Uh, I'm great, Sean. How you doing? Aggravated, John. Aggravated, 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 because this mafia is pretending to have legitimacy that we refer to as the Democrat Party. It's not the same Democrat Party that was involved in politics when you were. This is now an organized syndicate of corruption. I see it in no other way. And they're very comfortable misusing law as their spear rather than the honest man's shield. And I see this in this DA of Manhattan that is residing over an area that is a well polished ghetto where people are running amok mayhem it's only second to really chicago illinois where i'm from and yet his big mission in office isn't to put away the murderers the drug dealers and the mayhem it's to go after an ex-president and i see this as a misuse miscarriage of justice how do you see it well 
you know, it's not justice at all. On the Supreme Court facade is inscribed the words equal justice under the law. Does anybody here really think that this indictment is equal justice under the law? I mean, it's, it's just doesn't make any sense. And what is problematic about it is, is as people on the left are afraid to peep out of tune, everybody's afraid of not, of not being conforming. What happens is normal people, people like you and me, and maybe we're not normal, Sean, but maybe people in the middle of the road to the right side of the, the road, they all say, wait a second, you, you folks have no principles. Look what you're doing with the law. It's supposed to be equal for everyone. And, you know, we see Hillary Clinton getting out of this and getting out of that. Okay, maybe there's some leeway for a presidential candidate. But then to have somebody get indicted because they're a presidential candidate, as opposed to like Hillary, maybe we give her a break because she's a presidential candidate and you don't want to disenfranchise all her voters. Well, it's okay to disenfranchise Trump's without any basis, even though you have a real basis against Hillary. So people see this as unprincipled. And once they see it as unprincipled, then there's no faith in our justice system. And that's what you have to have. And it's the culture of corruption that has metastasized throughout the bureaucracies. And John, it's funny, you and I have the conversations about Watergate and Richard Nixon. I don't like Richard Nixon. I don't like the executive order of the EPA. I don't like him after the Park Avenue summit with JD or with Nelson Rockefeller. I think that's where he was corrupted. But that's an, an argument. But we can have that argument because we both love the country. And we're having the argument based on objective fact. When you're dealing with this new mafia, there isn't anything called objective fact. It is whatever they say it is. And I watch them as they insulate an enemy, uh, someone who is financed by enemies of my country, foreign and domestic, by the name of Joe Biden. A political whore since he could form a sentence for 50 years. He's now attached, and we've had the evidence for years, to over 85 or 117 LLCs. He's running a crime syndicate. And it is made possible because the bureaucracies that are supposed to investigate him are insulating and protecting him, which means my whole damn government is corrupt. From the FBI to the DOJ, clearly the White House. If we're not going to have men of character, lawyers who love the law, lawyers like you, who want to use the law to protect the innocent people, not just from injustice, but to protect them from a culture of corruption which has become normalized, what are we to do? Well, there you are. Uh, it, it, you don't have... You don't have a legal system when this is happening. That's really the basic bottom line. And unfortunately, we now have a media that goes along with whatever leftish thing is going on. And you have, um, again, prosecutors like this, uh, who, by the way, are destroying uh, America, your former hometown, Chicago. Look what's yeah. happening there. Oh, uh, So so you have people that, that are, 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 are not trying to be objective about the system. They're not used not to be a, any controversy over prosecuting people who committed crimes. You get somebody stealing something, you prosecute them. Now you can have different views as to how much time the guy gets in jail and how, whether you get probation or whether you go to juvenile hall, but you prosecute them. You don't just say, Oh, you know, 
I'm not going to prosecute that. I don't like that law. I'm not going to prosecute. So, of course, it's ruined San Francisco when the prosecutor came out, who's from Chicago also, originally. But Chase Boudin says, I'm not going to prosecute anybody that steals under $950. Well, guess what happens? (laughs) Once you say that, guess what? You know, Walgreens gets looted every other day, and they close down nine stores. You know, why would you ever keep a store open when your prosecutor's going to say steal up to $950 and it's okay? So that's where we are. And when you get to Trump, what's happening to Trump is no different than that. It's the opposite side of the coin. Okay, some people that are committing real crimes, we're not going to prosecute. As to other people that are committing made-up crimes, if, if we don't like them, if they stand in the way of our power grab, we're going to prosecute them. This is terrible. If anyone wants to unite this country, at least as to certain things that we need to get done, we can have our political differences, but there are certain things that we need to have done. And yet this just keeps us from working together, Sean. I don't see how this helps at all. John, there there, there is no, as far as I can see, when I look at this and try to step back and look at it, there is no common ground because you have entered this Kantian soiree of deception and corruption, and you have a, a country that is calling for it. You have a tremendous amount of people. In, in my former home city of Chicago, they voted for a moron, liar Marxist, who lived in a suburb as he won the president or he won the, the mayor's race in Chicago. He, him and his family live in a, in a suburb that's 10 times nicer than the ghetto that is now Chicago. And this acceptance of the normalcy of this, this acceptance of these gangsters pretending to be aldermen like uh, Ed Burke and Mike Madigan, Cook County judges, Democrat scourge, sit on investment LLCs and they buy tax auction properties that people can't afford the taxes because of their corruption. So they're profiting from this collapse. And that's the real name of the game. And then they walk around these neighborhoods and they, they, they're treated like Al Capone. And this is now what Washington, D.C. is, because you've nullified the Congress. When, when you see the Congress have absolutely no power whatsoever, I think they're just running campaign ads for our amusement at this point. And you see these policies of, of corruption, whether it's domestic or foreign, and you realize there's an unwillingness. To me, the only answer is convention of the states, and the only answer is to secede in some form or another. We need a national divorce if we can't have a common ground of law as the principle of the nation. If it's not, and it's the spear of the of the government, then you have a gangster government in the same way Mussolini had Hitler, uh, uh, Stalin had, had Russia, and uh, the Third Reich had Germany. This is more where we are, or some Central American hellhole, than the America that made us rich, great, and strong, and a superpower. And it's also explaining... Why these other nations want to stop using our currency, which is a major problem, getting no coverage. Right. Well, this currency thing is not made better. In fact, it is made put on steroids uh, with Biden's policies. He's made us weaker. Uh, He's done this climate stuff. He's completely a laughing stock in the eyes of China. And then, of course, rather than being uh, sensible and and forging a good relationship with Saudi Arabia, what does Biden do? He, of course, he wants to prosecute the crown prince and all that stuff, which is not a good way to make friends. This is somebody who we need to protect the American people, all the alliances we can get. And yet, what does he do? 
he he runs them into the arms of China. And now we have China. Same thing with uh, with Russia. We've helped Russia and China get together. Um, so it's 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 this is directly coming about because of our policies. Um, and so I, it, it, and, and so much of it is just silliness, Sean. It's silliness that is running rampant in Washington. Why are we not hearing the word impeachment? When you were in politics, that was the threat. If you were corrupted or even suspected of corruption, the impeachment came out. I have, I've never seen anything like this. There has never been a president that fitted the definition of, of, of impeachment more than Joe Biden. Never in the history of this country. And I, that, that to me is saying something. Yet the, the Republicans refuse to even bring it up. Can you explain? They're all lawyers. Obviously, they know they're having the evidence. Is this, in fact, the Congress of a Republic, in your opinion? Or are they just simply running for second place, soon to be first place of the greatest gangster government on the planet? Well, you know, all this stuff puts them in a bad light. And I'll tell you why. You know, the other side is going to say if you start impeaching when you don't have any kind of possibility of making good on it, uh, it looks like it's partisan. And it will be partisan because nobody will go along with it. Now, one of the things, Sean, that we've been talking about is this Trump indictment. When does the Trump indictment start getting leaked? And, and, and then Trump, of course, takes the bait. When does it start getting leaked? The day after Joe Biden's corruption in China was revealed. That is to say, uh, this middleman gets $3 million and immediately parcels at a million of it. I think his name is Rob Walker. CEFC is the most corrupt Chinese energy company. They were paying off leaders all around the world. They're now trying to hide it's their identity, claiming they're bankrupt. They're going to emerge in another form. But they were paying off leaders all around the world. Now, CEFC, which is known to pay off to bribe leaders of countries, now they are transferring $3 million to Rob Walker. A million of it immediately goes to Joe's family members who didn't provide any services and who didn't even have a, a patina of, of services as, um, uh, as uh, Hunter did. Now they're getting money. That's a smoking gun, Sean. That's a smoking gun for corruption. So what happens is, to take our eye off the ball, and the public, which often has the attention span of Matt's, uh, you know, now everyone's forgotten about Biden's uh, uh, corruption. So this system that we're running is not holding the people accountable that should be accountable, but it's instead using the law to go after people excessively. I'm all in favor of going after anybody on January 6th who committed malicious mischief, who, who did anything wrong. I'm against, though, holding somebody for two years who was traipsing through the Capitol, you know, three years, that's, yeah. that's traipsing through the Capitol, uh, you know, thinking he's on a little tourist site, uh, you know. And so that's overdone. Now, obviously, there, there should be a few hundred people that I think that get, get prosecuted. Now, should they go to jail for a long time? No. No, but they should be prosecuted. But now that happens, but no rioter in the hundreds of riots we have, and no matter how much damage is inflicted, none of those people go And now we're indicting Trump. So it just looks bad. It looks like this whole thing is is almost it's like there's a gang on the other side that, that doesn't care about anything other than its own power. Like a mafia. So the gang is out there. Yeah, 
the gang is out there punishing its foes and protecting its own. You know, think about the way the mafia would think, and that's what you've got. Think about the way gangs think. Yeah. That's what's going on now. I do. That's how I got the show. John, here's the other thing. It all stems from what I truly believe was a stolen election, and now you're supposed to be intimidated against talking about it. I, ironically, didn't take the route of the machines being compromised, even though there has been a well-known documentary by a, 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 a security expert from Finland named Harry Hursty, who in 2004 started to investigate the voting machines and their ability to be hacked. He has released three documentaries. They're called Kill Chain. Now, this has gone on for years. It really went into high gear after Hillary Clinton's loss. He produces these documentaries. If you haven't seen it, John, you will find it fascinating. But he was not mentioned in the Dominion lawsuit. Only Fox News was. The Fox News, which arguably was losing support from people who originally supported Trump, has on the board of it, uh, uh, Paul Ryan, who, who was the Speaker of the House, has the sons that were heir apparents who are Democrats, who have supported Democrats financially and with their own vote. All of a sudden, the Dominion case gets settled for an astronomical amount. This is now the cover for the IRS tipping off that they're being that the Biden crime family is being protected by the Department of Justice. And the FBI is still not answering questions of anything of why didn't you release the hard drive that you've had for three years since before the election? And why is the IRS not going after these entities that are attached to the... To, so now, once again, you've got another story that trumps, for lack of a better word, the real information and the prima facie evidence that connects the sitting president to major scandals. Why do you think, as a lawyer, they would settle that case? I'm curious. Well, I think they saw that they had a bad judge and a bad jury, number one. You're in Joe Biden land. You're in Delaware. where what, 80% voting for Biden. You've got a judge that's already made some pretrial rulings that are pretty tough. You know, uh, he held certain statements were just uh, were, were false um, that Fox made as opposed to just reporting what other people did. So you can there's a little bit of judge, a lot of discretion in what a judge can do there to find falsity. So I think what happened was they just were gun shy about having all their dirty laundry spilled in, in open court. Uh, the problem with it is uh, Republicans are like herding cats. We all like to, or in independence, we like to have our own views on things and don't get uh, cowed and, and conformed. But uh, so you have this lively discussion behind the scenes at Fox, which maybe you don't have at CNN, and that is used against them. Because there were some people that said, hey, you know, I think Sidney Powell's crazy. I think she's not making sense. Now, because they don't believe her or they think that she's lying or or way off, doesn't mean she is, number one. I never understood that. If you and I are friends and I text you, I think somebody's crazy, that doesn't mean anything. What does that mean? That's right. That's right. It doesn't mean, first of all, it doesn't mean you have to say it on air. Secondly, all it is is your opinion. You could be wrong. Uh, so the fact that people say, oh, gee, I think this opinion is wrong that I'm reporting, uh, that doesn't make it false. But in any case, in any case, 
what we've got is uh, a situation in which Fox's blood was going to be all over the floor. And I think they just said, look, this is too ugly. We're not going to take it. And I also suspect that some of this comes from very, very much on high from the Murdochs not wanting to get yeah. uh, tarnished and well, so their, forth. Yeah, their um, name is Mud. Yeah. I, I, I only got a couple of minutes and I got to ask you this question because I'm dying to because I respect you immensely. The same media outlets outside of Fox told me all this policy of Obamacare was going to help everything, yet we have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of businesses and entrepreneurs that were driven into bankruptcy because of the lie that is Obamacare. You've got, what, a tenth of the insurance companies that existed. Why can't we all get together and have a class action suit against these media companies for lying to us about a policy of failure called Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act? That we now have the, the history has vindicated the truth. Those premiums, 400%, and the lack of hospitals and the healthcare workers and the rest of it. Does this open the door to sue these, what are supposed to be media companies that are, in essence, propagandists for socialism? Well, let me, let me give you the cynical answer. The smarter you are and the more critical thinking you do, which you would think your viewers would want to know, the more you do that, Behind the scenes, the lesson of the Fox case is the more you're you're vulnerable. On the other hand, if you have a simple mind or a a a a, a conformist mind, uh, then and you believe idiocies such as the Russian collusion deal, yeah. Well, that's not that's not um, that's not defamation because you were stupid enough to believe it. You didn't know it was false. If you're smart enough to look behind things and say, you know, this may really be false. Mm. That, those are the people that are in trouble that are trying to think for their viewers. If you just have this uh, lapdog mentality and you're going to be, you know, Don Lemon or somebody on TV talking <laughs> about Russian, collu- Russian collusion as if you're a smart guy, yeah, you know, a 12 year old Sean, on the computer for 20 minutes could have figured out that everybody that was involved in the Russian collusion investigation was a Russian intelligence agent or, um, or asset. Every one of them. I mean, so I don't I'm have not, to I'm send you a retainer up. check, no retainer check to John O'Connor. No. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so the problem is, is that these people are so, um, easy, so gullible as to this thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Trump conspired with Putin. Well, they actually, I got to say this, they actually believe it. And, and that's the problem because there's no intelligence there. If there were intelligence behind the scene, then sure, there'd be a defamation lawsuit. That's the irony of it all. John O'Connor, I love having you on. Thank you for making time for me. I truly appreciate it, your books, and the podcast, the Mystery of Watergate podcast, where you can still hear John O'Connor, who has been a warrior for this country since he was out of short pants. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sean, good talking to you, buddy. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I like it. But don't don't forget now when I talk about the money going to the Ukrainian oligarchs. There's only one song I like. Go, Victor Fout. Make it a fortune. What about Zelensky? Can't afford a sweatshirt, but has a Ferrari. Yeah, they're not stealing. 
No wonder they're so cozy with these rats. We've created more than 12,000 brand new jobs in two years. That's more than any president of American history has created in four years. Come on. You created more of those phony payoff jobs with your global warming boondoggle and that. And by the way, anybody who doesn't think we have global warming, hang out with me, man. Travel every major fire I've been to, you know. I'm never hanging out with a Democrat scourge. I wouldn't hang around with anybody that even voted for you, let alone you. I'd like to ear slap the taste out of Hunter's mouth, though. John in Park Ridge. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Love your show. Thanks for calling, Bob. Um, You know, my three-year-old grandson was potty trained about two months ago, and I realized I can carry on a conversation with this kid. He's three years old. At the same conversation, I could not carry on with the President of the United States. The kid would be honest with me. He would tell me the truth. And I couldn't get that from our president. Do you know why, John? I'm going to bet bet you raised your kids the way my grandmother raised all of the kids and refused to allow anybody to talk baby talk, which is also called Fetterman talk now, to kids. We never talked that to a kid. And it was only Muttagans. That would come around. It was only the Democrat Muttagans that would come around and talk to the baby dog. And they got moron Democrat voters for grandkids. So the good news is your grandkids will never be dumb enough to vote for one of these. It's all of our issue that we have to take it on. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, brother, for calling the show. I appreciate it. They are really. You don't have one freaking policy. Not one. You think you accidentally would have stumbled on a position that wasn't bankrupt. You don't have one, and yet you idiots still walk around like you're large and in charge, huh? Hard to imagine that anyone could keep a straight face and say they stepped in through a broken window for a sightseeing tour of the Capitol. You know what's hard to imagine? Some moron elected from a formerly great city that's now a ghetto would be in charge of anything. That's what's really embarrassing. And whether they do it to your face because they need your policies and the lobbyists bribe you, even the lobbyists... Know what you and your portly wife are. George in Naperville. All right, wait a minute. You're on the you're on the commit tomato can again. Will you please speak loud into the Obama phone? Okay, can you hear me now? Now I can't. Sean. Okay. I know you're very critical of the warp speed thing with uh, Donald Trump, but I'm asking you: when we were in the darkest hours of COVID, was it naive to think that our great country could come up with a vaccine? Yes. Conquer this thing. Yes. Do you know about smallpox? You know how many people died from experimenting with the vaccine? Not to mention the the future president, John Adams, his son died from it. I'm not a big believer in giving somebody a little piece of the disease to see if they handle it. I understand you've had some good results in the past, but to name anything, warp speed in the year 2020 or 2019 and pretend it was going to help. I'm sorry, brother. Thing, we Sean, know enough about Pfizer thing? to know that what they produce is mayhem. You, they just settled the greatest lawsuit in history because they told people OxyContin was going to be okay. You killed millions of Americans. They settled the lawsuit, and who got the money? Did the family of the people that died, drug addicts, get the money? Well, no, well, Sean, the government did. People Trump that was an idiot for that. Like, listen to this. People that he was listen to idiot. shows like yours got I, I, I the other care. side of things, and they were able to make an intelligent decision. Shame on him. What, am I related to him? I got to pretend no, he I, had the same intention no. I had? Listen, you judge people by what they do. Now, did he have great policies, foreign and domestic? Yes, he did. But for that, if he doesn't get on his knees and say, I was dead wrong, 
You could whistle Dixie. Not to mention, I don't have faith in the system that, ele- that elected Joe Biden anyway. If they rob Donald Trump once, what do you think? They're not going to do it a second time? I want to talk more about the actual policies at hand. If Donald Trump is the nominee, okay, I'll support him, I guess, but I'll vote, and I know it gets counted because I'm a Floridian. These Democrat sewers steal. Dennis Tinley Park. Hey, Sean, great comments. Hey, um, I'm cracking up here with your comments. They're so spot on. Listen, last summer in the Cigar Shop, you recommended to me, I don't know if you remember, a book called The Devil and Karl Marx. Yes, I just finished. I loved it, too. I just finished reading it. And we need to stop calling these people progressive. They don't they don't progress anything. That donates progress. We got to start calling them Marxist, Marxist, Marxist. Every opportunity we get. I, I, I couldn't agree more with you. In fact, that's why I call it a Marxist mafia. They're diabolical, and the problem we have is sinister. We didn't, They're sinister. We, we didn't pick up on this. We what did you forget that we, with Obama? What did you think it went away with Trump? I mean, there's a certain naivete where we almost deserve to be in the position we're in. We really do because we didn't fight the battle when it needed to be fought. We sent how many congressmen, how many senators, even Donald Trump to office? Did these seeds of tyranny get ripped out by the root? What, what happened to Obamacare? How many times did guys run on ripping it out, and what did they do? Jack. They did guts on goal. Because once you get to that Las Vegas for nerds called Washington, D.C., you get corrupted by it. That's why Adam Kinzinger now pretends that he actually made money rather than was paid political whore. Joe Walsh, scum that he is. You could buy and sell them for $5. And all the rest of the phony Tea Party guys. Do they even talk about it to this day? When's the last time you even heard Obamacare reference that wasn't on my show or Dan Prof's show? Do you ever even hear it referenced anymore? We just got used to it. And now everybody pretends it's not. What are you going to do? And that's how that culture of Marxism becomes normalized. And that was what that failure in life, who hated his father, Karl Marx, that's what he knew. And that's what he, he knew would spread in his name. He was right, the evil bastard. Hopefully him and Madeline Albright are both working the glory hole in hell. Thank you very much, Dennis. Appreciate that's it. That's terrible. I know. Rich in Indian Head Park. Rich? Uh-oh. You sleeping? Rich? Rich is sleeping. We'll get back to Rich. In the meantime, don't get mad at me. In the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Now, there's an idiot, part of the uh, Biden administration. Her name is Holland. Holland. There's two A's there. Her big achievement is she's a, a Native American. Now, I wonder, does it matter if it's a Native American, if it's a woman, if it's a minority, or if it's some guy white as snow, when they're this stupid and this corrupt? Does it matter? Do you feel better about getting lied to by a moron who happens to be Native American? Which, by the way... Elizabeth Warren is not an Indian, and she's not the descendant of Indians. She's the descendants of people that killed the Indians. That's why her cheekbones are like that. Late last month, you testified in front of the Appropriations Committee. My friend and colleague, Mr. Reschenthaler, asked you about the mineral withdrawal in my district. You said, and I quote, well, we did a mineral withdrawal in the Boundary Waters, end quote. Secretary Hallen, do you understand why this statement that you made under oath is false? 
Congressman, um, it is my understanding that uh, we made a decision in this area. Uh, Madam uh-huh. Secretary, I have to interrupt you. Do you understand why the, dis- the answer that you made under oath is false? There is no mining in the wilderness area, and there is no mining in the surrounding buffer zone either. As the Secretary of the Interior and as a former member of Congress on this committee, you should have known there was never a proposal to mine in the Boundary Waters per the 1978 Act. Secretary Hallen, do you recognize the document behind me? When you find out what she did, Macbeth, you're going to be in shock. Nobody even watches um, what happens in these departments, these bureaucracies like of stupidity. Do you recognize that document? Um, it's For those that don't know, it's the updated list of critical minerals released from your department last year. Okay. All right, okay. Now do you recognize it? Yes, uh-huh. so, sorry. Okay, in your exchange with Mr. Reschenthaler, you Where said you in reference about? to the minerals in the Superior National Forest that you banned, and I quote, I don't know what kind of minerals were there. I don't think they were critical minerals, end Moral. quote. Well, as someone who works, lives, and recreates there, and as someone who has the privilege of representing the people that live there, let me tell you, those minerals include, that you banned, include nickel, cobalt, palladium, platinum, and other group metals. Again, this is a list produced by your own department, Madam Secretary. And you told Mr. Reschenthaler that, quote, I don't think... They were critical minerals. That's on. Now, is she just stupid as she looks? Or is she intentionally weakening our country? Because all of those minerals are essential in their new alternative economy. And they're all owned in different countries and produced by the Chinese Communist Party. So is she just stupid? Or is she delivering on bribery that was given to the dimwit in diapers called the president by some? 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. See, I mentioned the old lady, and she called me during the segment. I'm doing a commercial, babe. Chuck Dullivan. Wisconsin. Chuck, How you doing, Sean? I teed it up for you. What are you, you dancing? Good. Hey, uh, so, so she just she just cut off anybody that manufactures stainless steel. Stainless steel is a non-ferrous material. So you're either making iron and you're putting iron in it, and that's how you make your steel, or you put nickel in it, and that's how you take and you make you make stainless steel. So, but she didn't know. She didn't know. Don't you have any sympathy for her? She's stupid. What? You didn't well, know? I, I'm well, you got to feel sympathy for her. She's stupid. See? Unbelievable. Secretary Halland, you claim the withdrawal that you forced upon my constituents is in the boundary waters. That's wrong. Do you now understand? Congressman, I should have said that it was the boundary waters watershed. Okay, so. Oh, now I feel better. Watershed. Don't worry about it. She's a Democrat. They're dumb. Feel good about it. She's a Native American. What could go wrong? 
From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so... We are barely in to the third year of feudalism under Bidenomics. The chickens are coming home to roost. Beige Book came out today. It's about banking. Talks about loans. They are declining. People that are late and delinquent on mortgage payments in commercial real estate, it's higher than it was in a way, but nobody's talking about it. My next guest wants to talk about it. He wants to talk about that and many other things when it comes to the economy because my next guest realizes without a private economy, we're just more of a government-failed state. He wants to fight that. He wants to protect you and help you retire. His name is Tom Fortino. He's the principal and founder of Alpha Wealth Group. Tom, how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. Just trying to survive, you know? So the thing that we have to realize is what holds this whole thing together is our confidence in the system. We've mm-hmm. got a lot of problems, more than cracks. We've got failures. We've got uh, forced, forced partnerships, foreign and abroad, with banks that most people don't want to talk, like SVB. There's some big problems mm-hmm. going on, but the good news is the market hasn't collapsed yet. I'm curious to know your take on the beige book, on the banking situation, and the delinquencies in payments. What do you think? Well, there's definitely a lot of, uh, we'll, be, we'll be kind and say headwinds. I mean, to your point, the debt is really a big problem. You're talking about some of these delinquencies starting to increase, um, you know, debt rolling over. You've got, you know, I think a third or maybe more in the next year or so on our federal debt, which is 31 or $32 trillion. On top of that, you're talking about consumer debt, which hit the highest level ever, almost a trillion dollars, student debt, $1.6 trillion. And so these are things that are probably the biggest issue that is facing us. And then we're talking about this upcoming debt ceiling. So I'm very concerned about that. Um, I mean, I even heard Kevin Hassett today. I heard, listened to him. He was, you know, the chief or the chairman of the uh, Council of Economic Advisors to uh, Trump. <laughs> And he said, you know, the debt is coming level, is, is getting close to crisis level. And he's talking about, you know, approaching bankruptcy, which is kind of stunning to hear from this guy who's one of the most metered guys I, I hear out there. Very, very sharp economist, you know. So this is, this is problematic. Tom, I, we're, in a, we're in a position in this country we're not intended to be in. And I, and I mean this seriously. The debt ceiling exists for a reason, even though it's, mm-hmm. it's merely a speed bump. I mean, we didn't get here because people mm-hmm. pay attention to it. However... I've never heard a time where an unelected bureaucrat can circumvent it. And you and I talked, mm-hmm. last time we talked about Manhands Janet Yellen, how she said, I, I'm going to operate outside of the rules for six months. I mean, this to me was astonishing. It, and it's either we throw away the, the Congress because they, they obviously have no rules, <clears throat> or mm-hmm. we have bankers say, whoa, 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 this whole thing exists because we are a republic based in law. Did anybody even challenge her, aside from her husband, who just couldn't wait, so she pretended to have a job to get her out of the house? 
Well, I'm surprised she's still actually there. I thought for sure they'd kind of just usher her out because the, the level of stupidity that she talks, I mean, you know, besides the fact that inflation was transitory, besides the fact that, um, you know, the debt wasn't an issue because interest rates were low, uh, she didn't count on the fact that interest rates could actually go up at some point. And by the way, at 5%, we'll do the math on $32 trillion. That's $1.6 trillion just in servicing the debt. Um, you know, and then <laughs> it's the so re- unreal. It's so unbelievable. <laughs> it's it's unsustainable. It, it's just you cannot continue to do this. I don't know when, like you said, the full faith and credit of the of the of the U.S. and thank God we have the Americans and the people that are working hard and making things happen. But other than that, this these people are really taking us down a very bad path. You know, Tom, I I, I wanted to talk about this with you. And I have an opportunity, so let's do it. I truly believe that the bastardization of our market system and the idea that you were taking so many independent people. Now, obviously, you know I love the Mercantile Exchange, and you mm-hmm. know I, I realize what that did for so many millions of people. You know, you're talking about a place that not only had the, the traders, but the back office, and but they had independent brokers who were branches of clearing firms. And these guys were somewhat powerful in the finance world to question this kind of outrageous abuse of power. They're all gone. Once you were able to pull this in the shadows, all of those guys went away. All of those hundreds of thousands of guys to keep this system with some integrity because they would have challenged this. I'm thinking back to the average runner had more economic understanding than the average moron citizen today. But they would have had those guys who had stake in the system, and they would have said, what is going on? And now you only have a handful of Wall Street banks that are really under the guise of corruption when you think about BlackRock and Blackstone and Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. Are there enough people in the financial system of a character to say this isn't allowed because I'm just some guy on a radio show? We've got listeners and the rest of it, but nobody of any real power to say, what is going on? You can't pick up the phone and call New York anymore and talk to the guy, Jamie Diamond or the rest of it. They, they get to, they're insulated from, from reality. Mm-hmm. Can we correct it the way it sits? Well, I, I'm afraid to say that I think the only way to correct it potentially is you got to get, and I know that you may hold out much faith for this, but the only way is you got to get someone in the White House in 2024 who's just going to take a wrecking ball to this stuff. You know, Jamie, Jamie Dimon, who is one person who maybe has some level of sanity, even he's somewhat of a sellout. Obviously, Larry Fink is a really yeah. bad person. Yeah. And so all of these people, you just keep holding out, you know, unless you got a Bernie Marcus from Home Depot or someone like that who speaks the truth, those are rare people. And so it's, it's concerning. And so it's, we got to hang on, uh, hang on, hopefully, uh, well, Elon Musk, I think, has come out a little bit. He's, uh, yeah, but he's, 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 got the, he's got the Asperger's. He's got some, some crazy nonsense going on, yeah. too, and I don't, fully trust, I don't fully trust him. You know, don't Asperger's, know. although my favorite name, my favorite, my favorite syndrome is Tourette's. I love those son of a guns. It's very exciting. However, what we have here is a lack of character and a perfect mm-hmm. storm because the average moron, as you see on the weekends and you watch the news in Chicago on Friday, they don't understand what the hell's going on, and they just want to get their rent paid for nothing. So you have something different than what we grew up with, men and women of character, in a system mm-hmm. that would have said, what you guys are doing is outrageous, and I don't want to have hearings. I want to have stability and law. 
and I don't hear many Congress people talking about it. Yeah, very few. I mean, as you said, you know, you have this, you're talking about this, uh, was it Deb Holland is her name, the Department of uh, Interior person. She's, she's, she's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, these people like this, we have no idea. They just said $2 trillion, I just saw an estimate, it's $2 trillion that costs our economy. $2 trillion just regulations. Forget taxes. I mean, and I hope the individuals out there can appreciate, think about the time and the effort you had to put in just to prepare your taxes. What a oh. wasted amount of time. You talk about you know, bringing it to a level down to the individual. Talk about now magnifying that a thousand times on these corporations who now, by the way, through the SEC are saying they have to disclose their climate change exposure as part of, forget finances, they also have to disclose um, all of that too. So these regulations are just choking our industry. So just um, like I said, we, you have we to have, take a record all of this stuff. I know, I know you work a lot, but I have had geologists, scientists, climatologists, <clears throat> meteorologists, and we all discuss one-half of one-tenth of one percent that somehow has been managed to be manipulated and contorted into a tax, into a weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm still irritated as to the lack of pushback by financial sector to challenge this insanity, as you are forever not changing the trajectory you're nationalizing every fracking part of our society. Isn't there going to be some capitalist to come to the rescue and say, "Are you? it's over with. We're taking it to the Supreme Court and let them put the final nail into fascism and support it or stand up for the principles they're sworn to uphold. Isn't it time we challenge this? Well, I yeah, I hope so. I hope someone, I'm still waiting for that person. And so, as I said, I think we're unfortunately short of a revolution <laughs> You know, it's going to have to be through the elections, and uh, I wish I had a better answer. It's funny you uh, say that. I, I have a, I have a, a, a Senate senator, a state senator from Wyoming that I'm going to play after our interview. It's, it's astonishing. But the reality is you're getting to that point when you see the value of your dollar be eroded. When you inflationally <laughs> adjust $100,000 to the year 2000, it's $175,200 today and change. <laughs> Is there a retirement vehicle you're aware of outside of these mystical, magical municipal pensions that has kept up with that? Well, you know, as far as you're going into retirement, especially since we know longevity, you know, the average 65-year-old is going to live till over 85, 87, and even longer has a longer chance. So, you know, you're talking 20, 30 years, you may need double the amount of money that you need from the day you retire to, to throughout your lifetime at some point. So, you know, we got to have growth in our portfolio. So that's just part of it. And so, um, you know, right now, that's the only key. I think stocks, real estate. Something. Halliburton and Pfizer. How much Halliburton and Pfizer do I have to buy to sustain this new future of dystopia? And uh, are you concerned with the changing tax regulations and the promise of extortion by the Democrat Party? Well, I'm always concerned about the tax regulations. I'm a flat tax guy. I wish we would do that. Um, as we know, what's going on with taxes? I mean, it's just, a, you know, you work till, I think the average is you work till May to, uh, what is that, uh, Tax Freedom Day? You're working till May for the government. And so, um, you know, we need to be aware of, of what we're doing, again, as we go into retirement, because your pension's taxable, your IRAs and 401ks, every penny of that's taxable and up to 85% of your Social Security is taxable. So we should be doing some tax planning, and I do a lot of that with clients. For now, it's just trying to survive, I think, the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, 
you know, buying quality stocks, um, part of your portfolio, we can get over, you know, close to 5% on money markets right now. I mean, I wish there was a magic pill here, but you gotta, you know, you gotta try to do what you can do. Um, you know, there's good stocks out there that pay good dividends. You can buy XLE, BN Energy pays about a 4%, IBM, JP Morgan. So there's good ones out there. I hate to mention JP Morgan. <laughs> no, but I know. You might, you know, there's, it's, you outside of Epstein Island. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Just monkeying around when this dimwit was allowed to usurp the most powerful office. I'm going to tell you, just monkeying around. I was listening to what they were doing, and I was watching the Wall Street Journal, and the Wall Street Journal had mentioned solar. There's a solar company out there. I don't know if you're aware of this. The ticker symbol is FSLR. I don't know if you heard of it. It's uh, First Solar is First the name solar, of the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that that Frankenstock went from $43 to $218? It's never produced a profit. It's like freaking Amazon. For 20 years, it didn't produce a profit. This thing has never mm-hmm. produced a profit. But there are those stocks that are taking advantage of the corruption of our government, and they know mm-hmm. that the future is this phony money fueling into it. Mm-hmm. Is that something people should be made aware of and make a part of their retirement fund? You could call it the corporatist section of your retirement? <laughs> well, I think that, to, that, you know, there are stocks that you can own, I think, and it's tough because sometimes you got to swallow your pride and own some of these stocks. I mentioned J.P. Morgan, but, you know, um, I think Microsoft, Apple, I mean, those are kind of no-brainers. Yeah. You know, they're, in our, they're involved in this. They're not, you know, five years from now, are they going to be lower? Probably not. And so those are things that are more of your growth pieces in your portfolio that you can own. And then you can have the other ones that are more the value plays where you're going to get paid a little bit, these dividends that in some cases IBM's over 5% as a dividend and the stock is up. So these are just some quality things you can own. So you can be selective and then on portions of it to say, look, I want to have some safe money here because who knows what's going to happen in this economy. And maybe if things come back, I can pivot back in, but you can now there's options. You don't, it, it's not, you can get some money. Uh, you can get some, I know it may be not keeping up with inflation, but you get, you can get some yield now, four or 5% or more in some cases and strategies where you can even get more. That's how you do it. I mean, just a, a balanced approach like that. Are you shocked that Terry Duffy hasn't already said he's going to move to Miami? And what does it look like for the Chicago Mercantile Exchange in the future as you see this Marxist moron wow. pretend to be mayor in Chicago? You know, I think just like we've talked about having a lagging indicator in some of the things that this, this administration is doing, and we're, we're going to see probably some bad things happening. I think, I hate to say it, I don't know, I don't mean to be dramatic, but I, it's going to be bad. I mean, look at the McDonald's uh, CEO who came out publicly after, uh, you know, the exchange with Lightfoot who said he needed to educate himself. Yeah. Um, he even came out after that and said, look, you guys got to do something. I think it's going to get pretty bad. When you see Wal- uh, Walmart, do something it's rarely ever done and just say, I'm out of here. That's actually a good indicator for their stock because they're not going to continue to lose money in these ghettos. So there is kind of a buy signal for Walmart, isn't there? You know, that's an interesting indicator. I agree with that. That's a very perceptive um, analysis there. Look around. You protect a profit. If you're going to have these idiot government, (laughs) it allows every hobo to steal a thousand a day. I don't want to own stock in that son of a gun. But if you're smart enough to get the hell out of there, 
I think it's a good stock indicator. I want to put on the Walmart Fox News spread. Have you thought about this and sell it to your clients? You buy Walmart and you sell Fox? What do you think? I like it. Hey, you yeah. know, even these companies have, uh, they're concerned about profit. There you go. Yeah. I like it. If only we could buy the IRS, because you know those extortionist <laughs> bastards are going to have a hell of a future. In the meantime, when I have any questions about my retirement, I go to you. And Oh, before I let you go. If people can afford to, and they divert the full maximum into their 401k, what exactly are they looking like saving money on their income? And what do you what what do you predict the what is the maximum you could donate to your 401k? Well, if you're over age 50, you can put up to thirty thousand dollars per year. If you're under age 50, it's twenty two five. But it's a great vehicle. You may want to look at doing a Roth. Um, 401k too, because guess what? It grows tax free. And so hopefully you make the government, our friends at the IRS, a smaller partner yeah. in your retirement. So give some thought to doing Roth or even split the difference, do half Roth, half traditional. But start now, can, I put on, can I put on the Democrat moron spread and buy some SQQQQ <laughs> and short the Dow Jones? Can I, can I own that as stock in my retirement? I'm afraid unless you have a, your own 401k, they don't offer those things. But Son of a... See, they even yeah. prevent me from profiting on what I know is going to happen, the collapse of our society, because these imbeciles are allowed to make decisions. All right, my friend. Well, listen, I look celebrating. Right. I look forward to celebrating the future imprisonment of Manhands. The only guy that's going to be happier about <laughs> Janet Yellen going to prison is her husband. In the meantime, thank you very much, Tom Fortino of Alpha Wealth Group. I okay, you take care. You too. AlphaWealthGroup.com. Check it out. And Saturday mornings here, 9 a.m., AM 560, The Answer. I'll be back with all of your calls, including the Cream Puff Jim, who woke up from his afternoon nappy. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. Halliburton. Pfizer and the Sinaloa cartel. Have they gone public yet? You want to talk about profits? Unfettered supply chain problems? I don't know. I think it's something to consider. Bob Cortland. Hi, Bob. Hello? Hello, Bob. Yes, uh, I know you're a smart guy. Um, uh, one of the things that I was doing, since I worked, did a lot of work with the government, we had to do benefit cost analysis. Yeah. So for any action, you had to figure out what the cost is going to be. The Army Corps <laughs> required that a lot. Why don't they do that with every freaking climate change law? Because it would divert their entire policy. Because from, from page one, even a moron would be able to say, well, this doesn't work. And then, you know, I mean, I mean seriously, Bob, think, I, I've had some of the greatest minds that investigated this throughout the last 30, 40 years. I've had the co-founder of Greenpeace on, and we're talking about one-half of one-tenth of one percent. In the best-case scenario, there's so much they don't know, and no one can answer what happens about what's naturally released from our oceans. Nobody talks about it. That's why they exclude water vapor from their calculations. This is a scam, and you know it is, Bob. I'm getting to believe, I think everyone knows it is. And they just simply yeah, but, want to control the economy. That's it. But, but any any intelligent benefit cost analysis would show that. It would show it for every policy that's bankrupted our nation. It would eliminate the Democrat Party. Oh, you know what you should do, Bob? I want you to create a website. Pull your head out of your ass dot com. <laughs> 
cost analysis on every policy. Can you imagine if you did that on every single policy? You would eliminate the entire Democrat Party and 80% of the Republicans. I say go for it, kid. And I'm, I, good idea. I may already own PullYourHeadOutOfYourAss.com, and I'm willing to sell it to you. Think about, see, capitalism. It even wins in economic turmoil. How much time do I got there, McBeth? Cream Puff Jim, fresh from his neck. You get the crumbs off your shoulder. Hi, sir. Eddie got a standing ovation today from the Democrats. I'm just curious. Do you think he gets probation or chain game? Wait a minute. I I, I missed this. Ed Burke got a standing ovation. Yeah, he got a standing ovation today. Wow. You show respect to the Mafia Don. Al Capone, when he walked in the room, you stood up. Did he have his pinstripe suit on and his Dublin Rolex with that green face that he stole? Did he have it on? Well, yeah, he was all dolled up. He was all dolled up. But what do you think? It's probation or do you think it's a chain I think he walks and his legal fees will be paid for by Old Spice because he's the only crook wearing it. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Brandon Tatum, tonight at 7, right before Jay Sekulow at 9 on AM560, The Answer. In a funny coincidence, they've got that despicable Lori Lightfoot on the national news. NBC National. Good thing I was eating a sandwich. They got Lori Lightfoot with her bugged out eyes, her ridiculous hairdo. And they're talking about the couple that was beat for no reason. No reason. Beat. Right on the news. And then I hear Nikki Whaley through my headset. And she's talking about the Choose Chicago. So I say out loud to Macbeth and the evil Google machine, the voice activated Google, who funds Choose Chicago? And ta-da! Right through their artificial intelligence, funded by the American Rescue Plan, through the Department of Culture Affairs and Special Events. That's why you hear this Chew Chicago. Yeah. Another government payoff bribe scheme to Chicago fat-ass Democrats to pretend they're doing something. Chew Chicago. They forgot the, the last part. I dare you. Chew Chicago. I dare you. And that should be the, the, the front of everything that says Chicago. People being beat by morons. And no one's talking about what was on the back of one of the morons' sh- shirt. I'm sure he's an honor student from Chicago. The Socialist Social Club. Did I, am I the only one that caught that? On the back of the idiot's shirt that was beating the girl for no reason other than she was white and she was there. The Socialist Social Club. And nobody's picking up. This is organized. They're incentivized by the Communist Teacher Union. Yeah. Uh, Brian Wheatfield, Indiana. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Um, switching gears a little bit. But this new push from the conservative wing to—you said push, right? Pro-life. It's going to be pro-life light. Yeah. And I've just—I'm not going to hold my nose anymore for conservative candidates that don't stand on principles and character. I've had enough. I—I'd rather lose elections. Yeah. I heard Tom from Blue Island talking about this the other morning on the morning show. Mm-hmm. I'm with him too. It's just like. I'm no, done with it. I'm you don't so compromise your it. morals or your character for some whore no. politician. I never did. That's why I've never voted Republican no, we're losers ticket. anyhow. No. I'll never vote a Republican ticket. I don't even say I'm a Republican. I'm not a Republican. 
Do I? Unfortunately, yeah, I the only people I've ever voted for happen to be Republicans, but I've never voted for a party. And if you're going to waver on the idea that killing a baby is anything other than beyond evil, beyond it's 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 inconceivable to me that a mother would kill her kid. It's truly inconceivable. And anybody that says that, oh, that's normal or I have to accept it, go stand over there with the dummy Democrats. Go stand with the Marxist scum. Go stand with the mafia members. Stand over there. Put a dunce cap on. I give a I rip about these that. idiots. No. I love ki- that you take that stance, Sean. Brother, you kill so a baby. I really don't give a rip what you think about anything. You baby-murdering scum. Thank you very much. How's that? Is that am I am I not a big tent? I I want a big tent. I don't want a big tent. I don't want baby murderers commingling with me and my kids. Stand away from me. Robert Bloomingdale. You know, as a Knights of Columbus member, I agree with you a hundred percent. But here's my question to you, Sean. As you were talking about that young couple that were being beat up over on the over on the Gold Coast. You know, meanwhile the mayor's the new mayor's down there in Springfield, you may have caught it on the twelve o'clock news on WGN. And they're all down there clapping for him like seals, and he's talking about all the great things he's going to do. What's he going to do about this crime situation, and why don't he support the police department like you should do as an elected official? I think he's going to build high-speed rail at the cost of $72 billion, and we'll shoot them all down to Springfield. They could have a good time over there. They'll love it. I say we go with it. And I'll let you guys with the Knights of Columbus stand with me. I do. I love you guys, and I will make fun of those hats you wear. I don't care. I love it. Kevin Austin, Texas. <laughs> Sorry. No, I like a good costume. I always wanted to be one of those musketeers. Can I call one of you D'Artagnan? Go ahead. You, that, <laughs> you want a sword, is that it? Oh, uh, I was going to suggest, I'm sorry for the background, but I can suggest for these for these issues, you should have Devin Jones on the, on the uh, show. He's a, you've had him on the show before. Yeah. Right? I got him in that. trouble. He got in trouble on my show. That's when we revealed that that uh, little yeah. dick Richard Irvin was all uh, nothing more than Ken Griffin's whore. And nobody wanted to yeah, talk about now, moving the tower next to CME Club for front running. I know. Oh, he's going to stand. And, and he had his whore girlfriend in the, in the pot split place, right? She couldn't get served what she wanted. She threw the joint up for grabs. Then he was going to be the mayor. I'll get you out of it. Half-ass gangster yeah, that he is. Yeah. Pansy. So, so he got in trouble from that, and he's fighting the uh, what are the GOP guy up in uh, the 32nd Ward. So he's a I, – I just like the guy a lot, and I think it would be a great perspective. Oh, I, lo- I like him a lot, too. You know what? I will have him on. Honey Bunny – Yeah, who was that narrow-shouldered, pencil-neck, slip-and-fall dirt lawyer from uh, the north side of Chicago? What was his name? Remember that moron? Steve Bolden. There you go. You remember his name. All right, very good. Yeah, you, was it the, the description? Yeah. His parents must be built like bowling pins, too. Thank you very much for the phone call. I appreciate it. That's second generation, bad body. Not first. Greg, Lake Geneva. Hey, Sean. Doodles, buddy. You know, uh, every time you play a clip of one of the regime's talking heads, they all sound warning disabled. Every single last one of them. It's just, if you didn't even know what they were saying, and didn't know who you used to listen to him and go, who are these people? Yeah. Every well, Fetterman's got an excuse. He like, took uh, the vaccine and he stroked out. But the one that doesn't have an excuse is the queen of communism, AOC. I think hers is, is the point. dumbest. From Joe Biden to Fetterman, this is the dumbest. Listen to this. But we also have to face the reality that the Supreme Court has chosen to give up 
huge swaths of their own legitimacy. Chief Justice Roberts, Clarence Thomas, Brett Kavanaugh, the Republican Party, in them giving up trying to take seriously um, the legitimacy, the standards, the integrity of the court, they have given up a very large degree of their authority. I like that she said that, by the way, Greg, because that means they don't have authority when they try to take my rights away. I like it. See, she spent a lot of time with guys paying attention who are spewing that communist stuff because they hope she took her shirt off. They were going, okay, all right, what else do you think? Okay. And they were hoping they get the end of the night she goes home with them. In the meantime, what she's spewing is anarchy and Marxism. So when you tell me, a congresswoman, that the Supreme Court doesn't have legitimacy, well then, thank you. Because that means none of, nothing they say has legitimacy. I'm in. Let's Absolutely. go with that. I like it. Hey, Let's you know what? I'll... Also, yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine today. Uh, he's Italian, too. And I was telling him about you. And I said, you know, Mike, every time this guy talks about growing up in Melrose Park, I swear, it's, I'm listening to your story. Yeah. And I told him about the 83 riv you had. And he goes, really? Cause yeah. I got an 84 riv. No, I had an 84. All right. I had an 84. I had an 84 riv. My mother had an 83 Toronado. My mother had the Toronado. Uh, I had the Riviera. That was styling, kid. Oh, yeah. Boy, would she get mad if I even park close to it. Don't you door ding. All right. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate you. Tell your friend I said hello. Frank, I love the correction. Was I wrong on that? I don't know. Maybe you saw a different one. But the one I saw was um, the anti-social... Social Club. That's how I saw that shirt when I uh, was watching the video. I thought it said the oh, Socialist I... Social Club. I'm going to go back and look yeah, at it. But, Frank, I love yeah, when you correct but... me. Never feel free. Well, no, I'm not trying to correct Maybe we saw a different one, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. You could tell her. he was punching a girl. I, was, I couldn't tell he was punching some woman in the face for nothing. And uh, that's true I Chicago. I, I shuddered by, by... In this, um, in this summer in the city. I, I shudder for it. This is, the, uh, this is not Marxism. This is... Nihilism. This is postmodernism, and it's Frank. Really, do me uh, a favor. Just here. stay in Arlington Heights and keep your kids there. Will you do that for me? I will. Stay there you because it's care, not Sean. safe. Have you too, brother. It's not safe. That's what you tell everybody you care about. It's not safe. I'll be back. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I don't know, is this Holland or Elizabeth Warren? What do we got going on here? Stop. You sure? All right, stop playing it. I don't want it to rain in the studio. Levi, Goose Island. Yo, what's up, guys? Okay. Uh, you guys got to change that Goose Island thing. I'm, I'm living in Portage Park. I used to just work in Goose Island. Anyway. All right. Sean, I love you. Dude, I am a diehard, uh, diehard, I would say really diehard libertarian, man. Uh, right. But, I, you know, I'm all for the Republican Party and uh, Donald Trump, huge supporter. Here's the thing, man. The whole, like, abortion thing, I get where you're coming from. I get where all these people are coming from. But... Hear me out. There's a large, large, large population, especially in Chicago, that does not need to procreate ever. So and they gonna should help. be discarded, you and there should like be a... abortion available to these horrible people. No, that are no, trying no. To I'm going to help you with this. Off the government. I'm going to help you with this. I'm going to help you with this. If you're a hardcore libertarian, the way you first described yourself, I didn't describe you. You did then you believe that everything, every, every person has liberty. Every person. 
And you cannot condemn a child for the actions of parents. You can't do that. And I'll tell you what I mean by this. I do not agree with this next person I'm going to use as an example on anything. But I'll never take away the achievement. And here's what I mean. 17-year-old white girl in 1960, the height of race wars in, in this country, knocked up by a 33-year-old married black man. That girl chose to have that baby. She went back home to her white community, had that baby. I don't agree with the baby. The baby grew up to be president. Had she aborted that baby, that would have never happened. Now, I, that's just Barack Obama I talked about. Another one was told to have an abortion because she was sick during her pregnancy. She was given a treatment. They told her the baby would never be the same. That baby is Andre Bucelli. Winston Churchill's mother was unmarried and knocked up at a time where they killed you. The husband stepped up and married him. That's Winston Churchill. You never take away the right of the baby because of the circumstances well, of the parents. Never do that. Obama, because, brother, Obama it's not, not only play, short-sighted, man. it's evil. I, look, I don't like Obama. But I, what I'm saying to you is... The baby grew up to be the president. He was a terrible president, a bad president, a war criminal, all the rest of it. But he's not, it's not a life worth snuffing out before it had a chance to achieve. That's all I'm saying to you. You have to recognize the liberty of all living people, even when they're in the baby. Beat up they're that couple they're on, living. That, they're living. That beat up that couple in Gold Coast could have been aborted, and they should have been aborted. It doesn't matter, brother. It doesn't matter. He's a those, jackass. What if those people would have been aborted? You got to. You're thinking about it short-sighted, brother. I love you, but you're thinking about it short-sighted. You got to have vision. That's what we have. We're the real people who believe in liberty and freedom and the right to life. Simple. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.